0: The Greenhouse Effect is sponsored by Greenlight Photography. Check the show notes for details. Last week, I took a picture of my cat. Her name is Puppy. It's a cute picture, but you should see my daddy's pictures. They're great. You should check them out. Go to Linktree slash Greenlight Photo and get your own copy. Okay, I gotta go play with Puppy. Bye! everybody. It is not Thursday at noon. It is uh, Friday at, what time is it? 641. So, but you are still inside of the Greenhouse Effect and I am your affable host and Brooklyn's favorite polymath, Hayden Green. And so I just wanted to welcome everybody to a special edition of the Greenhouse Effect. Uh, So the Greenhouse Effect is a look at all of the day's all of the things that happened in the, uh, the, the past week and looking at it from a multicultural point of view, and that multicultural point of view is mine. And so today, uh, I, I had to jump on because uh, today, well, not today, we didn't get news today, but we've had news about the passing of Queen Elizabeth. And so here's the thing. Um, I I needed needed to get on here and have a conversation about this because I've been catching a lot of flack. Well, why, Hayden, are you catching flack for the Queen of England? Well, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm British. I have a British passport. Uh, That is my nationality. My culture is Trinidadian. it's Caribbean. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, I have to, like, apologize for being a little bit ghost. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, because you know the semester started, and and those of you who know me know that I am a college administrator, and as a college administrator, when September hits, all the all the ish hits the ish, right? So uh, I've been a little bit busy doing the job that uh, the people at the college pay me for. So I've, I've been a little bit out of out of whack, which is one of the reasons that we were talking about. Uh, moving the showtime to some other time when people are more amenable to watching it or more importantly when I had time to actually do it on a regular consistent basis because Thursday at noon will pop around and i am like ah, I can't do my show alright so that conversation is still happening but if you missed that comment if you missed the 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 content for uh the greenhouse effect know that the greenhouse podcast is now the home of three different three i'm holding up three fingers for those of you following along on the facebook live uh three different podcasts so you can listen to the greenhouse effect which is the flagship one or you can listen to i watch too much stuff which is analysis of uh Movies, TV shows that represent for the culture. And, or you can watch Brother to Brother, which is a conversation with men in fraternity life about how they got to where they are and what fraternity means to them. So, those are all three different pieces of content that you can, uh, you know, listen to while you're waiting for me to figure out the whole greenhouse effect uh, podcast situation. But I'm here right now. And, and like I said, I had to. I I had to have this conversation about the Queen passing away. So, um, of course, uh, by now, everybody watching this should know that Queen Elizabeth has passed away. and Queen Elizabeth II, I should say. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II has passed away, and she was 96 years old. First thing I have to say is those of you who were surprised that Queen Elizabeth passed away... um, clearly do not understand how the human body works, right? So, like, if you're like, oh, this woman's 96 years old, it's like, oh, my God, she passed away? What a tragedy. 96 years old, at any moment, I'm expecting somebody to pass away. You get to your 90s, at any moment, it is not going to be a surprise to me that you pass away. So, all of the people who are mortally saddened and surprised by... The passing of a 96-year-old woman, I have to, like, reacquaint you with the way that the human body works. Uh, Secondly, um, she has been on the throne since 1952. She has been queen for 70 years. 70 years. Uh, And that's a pretty long time. She is currently the longest-serving monarch, and I doubt that there are very, very many people who will beat that mark? Primarily because she was queen for so long. Everybody else that come that's gonna come along will probably only get to be uh, king or queen after her, after they have been quite long in years, right? So right now, her son Prince Charles is uh, 73. And it is the, he is now ascending to the throne. So, after 73 years old, he finally gets to be king. And you all know that men live a lot less longer than women do. So, how long is he going to be king? Listen, I'm not wishing death on anybody. But, I don't know, man. Uh, Charles was never the, the pinnacle of health, right? So, like, we'll see how this plays out. So... I wanted to get on here because uh i wanted to address all of the 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 teasing that i have been getting so as i mentioned at the at the top i am a british citizen uh i uh, i was born in london um i still hold a british passport uh for those of you who are really surprised by this hi my name's hayden right uh but it's really weird because my family Makes fun of the fact that I'm British, right? It's it's really interesting that that's the thing that they choose, right? <laughs> like, and and part of it is because I go hard for Trinidad, right? So if you if you know anything about me, you know that I am Trinidad to the bone. Like I am literally the exemplification of what it means to be Trinidadian. Uh, if I if if I could live there, I would. Uh, in fact, we go back. Uh, almost every year, uh, and and it is, it is deep in my heart, deep in my culture. And so I guess it, it, as a jab, they're like, but aren't you British? That kind of thing, right? And so now it's become this whole running joke about dad being British and not really being um, Trinidadian. Although, for the record, I also hold a Trinidadian passport. I have dual citizenship. Right, so there's always that those jabs and stuff like that, and then there's the other piece about oh that that you know dad's an immigrant, he can't vote in, here in this country, uh, he you know and stuff like that. So <laughs> Dave, Dave Marcel is saying, wow, all this time I thought you were Jamaican, you're killing me, son. Oh, and by the way, thank you for posting, Dave. Those of you who are listening to me on Facebook Live, feel free to leave a comment, whether it's a funny comment or a question or something that you. Uh, or a correction, I'll take it all, I'm looking at the comments, and also, if you are listening to this on Spotify, or Apple Music, after, after, on the replay, feel free to leave a comment there, I respond to those as well, so, I get teased about it all the time, and so, um, (laughs) Mike Coleman is chiming in, saying, he told me he was from the Dominican Republic, you know, you know, I ain't never said nothing about no Dominican Republic, all right. So I get teased about it all the time. And it's a running joke about dad's British. And like, uh, I, I think I remember if you follow me on Facebook or, or Instagram, you saw that my youngest daughter for my birthday this year bought me a shirt with the Union Jack on it to to remind me of my homeland. My homeland is Trinidad. The place of my birth is is London, England. So let's just get that out of the way. Anyway, so. Everybody has been calling me and saying, Yo, Hayden, you're right, man. Your queen died. Ugh. All right. First and foremost, that ain't my queen. Yes, I'm a British citizen. And so, uh, technically, yes, she is the monarch of the country that I hold citizenship to. But that's not my queen. Right? And, and, and furthermore, that's not a system that I pay homage to. Uh, I didn't pick where I was born, but I also, and and I also didn't pick the the history of the nations that I I hold affiliation to, Trinidad, England, and to a certain extent, the United States. Um, And so that is not, so what the queen passed, I don't have a lot of love and a lot of like, oh my God, uh, it's so sad that this poor old lady passed away. Because I am firmly entrenched in historical facts and understanding of what the British Empire meant for colonized nations. And I grew up in a colonized nation. I also am sympathetic to all of the different ways that colonized nations are impacted, you know, are impacted on my life, have impacted on my life. Uh, we, you know, me of dark skin and African heritage are only in this part of the world because of british colonization and the slave trade and and all the things and all the trappings that go with it right so when we talk about the monarchy i have no sort of affection affiliation with the monarchy even though i'm a british citizen so when she died i was like all right that's that's another woman who wears stolen diamonds in her crown that is no longer here. Now, don't get me wrong, and I was talking to my good friend Victoria about this. Uh, on the list of bad people when it comes to colonization, Queen Victoria II is not at the top of the list. She is not at the bottom, but she is not at the top of the list of the egregious monarchs or the egregious rulers when it comes to either the British or any European nations. So she's not, I don't view her as, oh my God, she's like Mussolini or some, you know, or uh, King George or something like that. She was not there for the beginning Mm -hmm. of the process. But she propped up a system that was entrenched when she got there and made sure that, well, let me rephrase that, made sure that the trappings of that system still went on, right? So there, there were pretty, a lot of opportunities and a lot of, uh, a lot of times that a lot of the colonized nations sought their independence and she oversaw that and was part and parcel of them getting their independence. But at the same time, she still created this thing called the commonwealth, right? Of nations. So when when, when a, when all of these nations were starting to get their independence, like the uh, the Caribbean nations, the African nations, Australia, she created what was called the Commonwealth of nations, so that they still had to pay some sort of homage to the British, uh, the British Crown, and she did that so the old way of uh, you know giving back to the British. Uh, systems would stay intact. Like the people relied on Britain in order to have good trade or to, uh, for their diplomacy in the world, right? They still paid, paid this kind of uh, frailty. They, they, they still had this sort of frailty um, and was only alleviated by the presence of the British government. So she still propped up the system right even though she oversaw the independence of a many of many nations that said the british monarchy has not had political party political power for generations All right so we're not talking about a, a monarch who actually was able to go out and say oh this nation needs to be independent or i'm granting this nation independence she didn't make those decisions Right, so she was a figurehead and had, and the, the monarchy has been a figurehead for many years I think you know people trace it all the way back to King George um, but it has not been the uh, the be-all to end all the the, the, the the person who makes policies and laws uh, and she knew this in fact in a speech um, in the 1950s or no sorry the 1970s she admitted as such right it's like listen I I'm not I'm not out there in the battlefield with y'all I'm not conquering I'm not a conquering monarch all I can do is offer you my heart right and so and this is the piece that I you know really want to lean into because Princess Elizabeth the second really ruled by playing on the the uh, emotions of the British people she was a nice old lady right Um, She was not dogmatic. She was not, uh, she wasn't a jerk. She wasn't one of those rulers who imposed her will upon the people, uh, whether it be by pomp and circumstance or by uh, dictating policies. So she wasn't that person. She was a nice ruler, right? A ruler that was interested in putting herself in the face of the public or in in the presence of the public and actually having, I I guess, in modern day times, have like followers. Like if she had TikTok, she would have she was interested in getting as many followers as possible. And that was her trademark. That was the reason that people loved her so much because uh, I was listening to her podcast and she she would go to openings of libraries and and hospitals and, and the people would see her. So she became very affable. And so that, for me, is very important because she ruled for 70 years and there were ebbs and flows in terms of her popularities and you can you know come you know at it from a number of different ways in terms of whether or not she actually was a good person or just a you know a person who was just keeping up well keeping up appearances but in the public eye she was somebody that they could look at and say, it's like my grandma, you know, it's like this this old, and, and you. we all have those elderly members of our family where it's like, yeah, we love grandma, we love grandpa, or uncle John John, and so on and so forth, but you know, every now and again, they say something like know, that's just grandpa, right? And, and, and I feel like that's kind of like the way that they felt about her. She did her best to stay in the public eye and stay relevant to what was changing in her country. But at the end of the day, she was a figurehead that saw her role as giving the British people consistency in tradition, right? So she could have done a number of different things uh, and, and gone in a number of different ways. And I'll, and I'll talk about, and, and I'll draw a comparison to a couple of popes, for instance. The pope and the queen kind of have the same sort of symb- symbolic uh, roles, whereas the, the Pope has a little bit more decision-making, but the Pope and the Queen are like the same kind of people. But there were certain Popes that came into the papacy uh, and said, you know what, I'm going to change things up. We're no longer going to do this. We're no longer going to do that. We're going to change policies about this, that, and the third, right? Queen Elizabeth never did any of that stuff. Um, she allowed for certain changes inside of the realm, which is really weird that they still call it the realm. Um inside of the realm and inside of the United Kingdom, but she never really was like, We're going to break with tradition. She was a stickler for tradition to the to the fault, right? Even at the seventieth anniversary the the, the 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 diamond jubilee or whatever the the, the jewel was the her being in, in uh, out on the balcony, even after the doctors told her moving about, it's probably not a good idea for you, right? It was pomp and circumstance. It was tradition. And that's one of the things that she held up. She propped up, again, all of these traditions. That, that was what she knew. And in her mind, she thought as long as the British people see me the monarch doing the things that were very similar to the things that i did in 1952 in the year 2002 the british people will think that they're okay right in the face of the fact that the, the united kingdom is in a really bad way right now i mean there are a lot of stuff going on um and so i think that that was what she felt her role was and for a lot of people that was how they wanted to see her what they wanted from her Uh, Eris is chiming in. What's up, Eris? Good to see you. Thank you for chiming in on our non-regular time. Uh, And again, you're listening to The Greenhouse Effect, and I'm Hayden Green. Uh, Feel free to drop your comments in the comment section. uh, And if you're listening to Spotify, please leave me a note, and I will get back to you. So, So I feel like that was her role, and she played it to the hilt. Uh, we can talk about whether or not she wanted Charles to be king. Um, with his wife, she held on so long. There's that rumor going around. Uh, there are a lot of other rumors about, uh, who she was and, and, and what, what she represented to the country. Steve Smith is checking in. Steve, good to see you brother. All right. And so there's a lot of that going on. So I am not, I'm not sad that she's That, you know, the queen is dead and I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's, I, you know, this is a woman that was queen when my country, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, was still a colony, right? So she was, she presided over the, there is a period of time where a lot of these colonies um, paid homage and money and a lot of resources to the British government. Right, and there is a there are economists that have talked about the fact that if the crown dissolved a lot of the wealth that it has, that it could pay reparations to innumerable amount of colonies that, and, and nations that they 've absolutely destroyed, and during the time that that the queen was in power, she also had sanctioned wars and um how should I say? Turn the blind eye to conflicts in nations that she vacated and just left in disarray. You know, you can talk about everything from Pakistan to uh, to, you know, conflicts in the Congo, not, not in the Congo, but certain certain other African nations where there was a void of leadership and left. And they left a bunch of people to figure out who's now in charge. And those conflicts ended in bloody civil wars. And and there are uh, nations that they left the country only because they could not strip any furthermore any any further resources out of these countries. So this is a woman that oversaw all of that, right? And this is a this is a country and a monarchy that was not. You know that it wasn't the the benevolent um, monarchy that that people want to paint it. This was still a, a a government and a monarchy that was that had blood on its hands. Let's just say it like that. Eric says I'm on the side of the monarchy. I'm on the side that the monarchy will be begin to. Oh yes, this is where I'm going with all of this. So, um, so that's my feeling on the queen. Here's my point. Here's where I am now at uh, and my prediction. I do believe that the monarchy will be dissolved. I do believe that the British people will dissolve and vote to dissolve the monarchy. What does that mean? Well, well, let me me back up a sec. I don't know what it actually means for the British government. Um, I don't know what that then means for the actual monarchy. But I do believe that the British people have tolerated the royals and all of their shenanigans and all of the money that they have to put into propping up the royals and 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 making sure that they have all of the pomp and circumstance and the lifestyle that they have because these are people that don't have a job. Don't have a job, don't do nothing for the actual well you know, there are people who are going to argue differently about that. But don't do actually don't actually do anything for the british people. The shows how don't do anything for the colonies that they left in disarray, right? So I do believe that the British Royals will be dissolved because they put up with it because Queen Elizabeth was an affable person Queen Elizabeth was a lovable person and so it's kind of along those lines where you're you're like "Ah, you know I don't want to hurt her feelings let her live out her term right now we have King Charles King Charles is despised in London is despised in England right and and you, you can pick your topic right everything from what happened with Diana uh, princess diana or you know him marrying his side piece camilla um, or just the and there's a, a suspicion that the the meghan markle comment about the 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 skin color of their children uh, there's there's suspicion that King Charles was the one that made that commentary, right? And so people don't like Charles; they don't like him. And so now you have you have Charles, who people don't like, and you have uh, somebody's side piece who is. And and I apologize for calling her a side piece, but it makes my point a little bit more poignant uh, when when I use that terminology. What You have somebody who is considered a side piece is now the queen consort, right? So tradition is all out the out of the window, right? And now you you want to talk about pomp and circumstance, but you have the 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 woman who is the queen consort being the person who the king divorced his earlier his first wife to be with. Well, not necessary to be with, but, I mean, if you really break it down, that's one of the reasons that they, you know. You could talk about the fact that Diana was having an affair with some other dude uh, as the reason that Charles divorced her. Charles divorced her because he wanted to be with Camilla. Let's put that out there, right? So, So you've got these two people now sitting on the throne, and I really believe that the British people have had enough. I really believe that. Because they the Royals are not cheap. this is an expensive family to keep to, to keep them in, in, in power power and for those of you on Spotify I'm using air quotes right So I really believe that King George's reign is when we will see the the dissolvement of the uh, the, the British monarchy or the dissolution dissolvement dissolution Well you get my point. Right. And so that's where I, I needed to come on here and and put my prediction out there before somebody else put that prediction out there. I'm sure somebody else probably did. But this is my prediction. Uh, and, and, and you're hearing it first from a British citizen, whatever that means. Uh, and, and, but I really believe that Charles's reign will be the last reign in a British monarchy. Um, and I think it's time. I think it's time. You know, figurehead monarchies are a thing of the past and Britain, Britain, the United Kingdom needs needs something different. They need to go in a different direction. Now, what does that mean? Will they uh, become a, uh, what do you call it, a republic where there is an elected president? I don't know if they're going to go that route. I think they're probably still going to elect a prime minister as their chief of state. But I do think that the the days of figurehead are over, and I hope that I'm right because it's absolutely ridiculous. I know there are people who love the Royals, and I know y'all are out there, but I, I think that uh, I I think it's time for that era to come to an end. So anyway, that is my that's my take on all of this. I, I you know thank you for uh, checking in with me uh, and. Uh, I know this is not a regular greenhouse effect time slot, but we're working this through, and and I and I appreciate y'all hanging with me. And like I said, please check out and watch too much stuff. Please check out uh, Brother to Brother. Those are the other two podcasts in the in the greenhouse umbrella now, and uh, and and we will catch up with you next week. But until then, uh, I am Hayden Green, your ever-loving Brooklyn polymath. And I want you to go out and be kind and warm to someone else. Have a great week and enjoy your weekend.